Brendan, Nathan, what's going down? This is Brent from the Capital H, Capital V, Capital H, Capital P, lowercase i cast. That is HVH Podcast. If you can't spell, and that is for the home video hustle. I'm here to bring y'all a movie for your listener month. I think y'all chose, what, I had to give y'all like five movies. I think the one y'all chose was Alone in the Dark. Man, y'all fucked up. The beautiful thing about it is, I don't know, because I've never actually seen that whole movie before. I've seen a part of it at somebody's house, and I got the fuck up and left. Granted, I don't know if it's because of the movie or because I had other shit to do, but I just know I didn't watch that whole movie. But it looks like y'all gonna have to. And um, I don't know exactly how this is gonna work because I've been told I might have to do this with y'all. So I might be talking shit and I might be right here with y'all at the same time. So we'll see how life favors me today. But if I'm there, hey, what's up, B? How you doing? So yeah, um, I just know it's an Uwe Ball movie, Uwe Ball movie, whatever. Fucking pronounce his name. I'm sure y'all don't care anyway. Oh, maybe Nathan does. I'm sorry. I forgot. I got per- perfect pronunciation around you. I'm sorry. Oh, if I'm there with you right now, you're going to be so pissed. I can't wait. But will this movie be trash? Oh, probably. We'll find out. Your listeners will find out. And if I'm there with you, I guess I'm about to find out. So, Brendan, Nathan, there y'all go. You're welcome. And I'll holler at y'all. Peace. You know when I pick up a that's when I'm under pressure now The question always comes back to me What were they thinking now? Oh, what were they thinking? What were they thinking? Welcome, everyone, to another episode of what? Were were they thinking? Oh, I thought we were doing something there. Oh, I apologize. Ter- terrible. It's awful I start to it. <laughs> I killed your vibe. And if you were here off the air with us, peek behind the curtain. Took me a little while to get this going. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit it. That's no problem. So, yes, I am Brendan. I am Nathan. And we have a very special guest with us who you may have heard just now at the top of the show, who gave us this very movie we're about to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, Brent from the Home Video Hustle podcast. What's going down? <laughs> you gave us a loan in the dark. I sure did. And how do you how do you feel about that overall? I feel wonderful about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Nathan, uh, just we're gonna get into this movie obviously in great detail, but just as a first kind of reaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would, if you describe this movie in maybe one or two words, what would that be? Forgettable. Utterly <laughs> forgettable. I'm gonna tell you, I I watched this movie uh, when we got the when we we got the draw, and I, I watched it because it was on Netflix, and I was like, well, no time like the present. And I started watching it, took all kinds of notes. And then uh, today, when we were getting ready to do this, I was like, okay, I'm going to check out my notes, make sure I remember this stuff, and I don't remember any of that stuff happening. <laughs> so I watched the movie again to refresh it. After a half an hour of watching the movie, I forgot what happened in the first half hour of the movie. <laughs> so you basically juned this movie. Well, no, that's the thing. Like, the movie is so forgettable and generic that you're just like, anything is just like, oh my god, this is... I've watched sci-fi original movies that are more enthralling and memorable than this thing. That's what it reminded <laughs> me of the whole time I watched it. And it's perfectly fine that you pronounced his name the way you did, because I actually pur- purposely mispronounce his name all the time. I, mis- I mispronounce <laughs> it because it's Ewey. Any movie he does is Ewey. 
Ewy bowl. <laughs> Gross. So, so what is the the proper one? Do we even know? Is it Uve? Is it Uve? I always heard it Uve. Yeah, Uve. I've also heard like Uva. Either way you pronounce it, <laughs> it spells trash. Yes. So <laughs> let's. So I mean, before we get into this, if anyone listening to this right now either doesn't know a lot about or anything about Uwe Boll, I think we should give some context to who this kind of mm. this, this character is. <laughs> because he is, and also if you're hearing some uh, explosions in the background, don't worry, it's just a thunderstorm. So. <laughs> Uwe falls outside the door. <laughs> yeah, he's the end. You are talking bad about my movie. <laughs> well, it's funny you should mention that, He'll Nathan, box because you. he gets a little upset when people talk bad about his movies. So much so that he's challenged people to boxing matches over it. And they've taken place. Yes. Yeah. So, one thing I have here is uh, when Wired Magazine published a negative review of Postal. That rag. Uh, which is one of his movies. From... That movie is great. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> movie is Garbage. That movie is like a nine out of ten for me. Oh my god! <laughs> I got it on DVD Ugh. and Blu-ray at the house. I think that was like the perfect <laughs> storm of awful bull because he was also trying to make a comedy, and that was like uh. Uh, uh, not having this. But anyway, this person in Wired magazine published a negative review of Postal. Big shocker! And uh, UV Bull, of course, responded with an email. Claimed that the critic, uh, quote, didn't understand anything about movies, and you are an untalented wannabe filmmaker with no balls and no understanding of what Postal is. You don't see courage because you are nothing and go to your mom and fuck her because Damn. she cooks for you since 30 years, so she deserves a fucking. <laughs> this is the mindset we're dealing with in the director's chair, folks. I, th- I think I like you now. They should have hired him to be the crazy German doctor in the Human Centipede. It would have been oh, believable. I would have loved it. But the Human Centipede then it would have just been a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is also one of my favorite. So the other the other thing I wanted to read was Yui uh, uh, Bull makes a habit of trashing a lot of uh, a lot of big budget filmmakers as well. And one of them that we've kind of taken shots at definitely on this podcast is Michael Bay. But Michael Bay's response to him was pretty great um, because he oh. challenged Michael Bay to a boxing match. And Michael Bay said, I've never even heard this man's name until last week when he made <laughs> threats and rants. This guy is a fucking idiot. Uh, George Clooney, Eli Roth. Uh, he, yeah, he attacks like George Clooney, Eli Roth. He says he has a doctorate, but he uses the word retard in his vocabulary come on mm-hmm. when you look at his when you look at his videos what is interesting are the backgrounds i guess his low rent offices with 15 year old machines archaic computers this is just some dumb chump trying to get some fame when he has none so he has to make lame youtube quality angry rants uh, this guy just wants attention because he can't get any for the so-called movie he makes nothing sadder when he had his screening in la to an over half empty movie house this is coming from Michael Bay. Like, this is a guy that Man. does not always make great movies. But, I mean, when Michael Bay is telling you <laughs> you are a sad, pathetic filmmaker, that's a statement. <laughs> that's saying something. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Michael Bay, when, I guess, reined in or, you know, given some sort of limitation, you can actually make a good movie. I actually had this discussion earlier this week with somebody that I've seen movies that were produced by Michael Bay not directed but produced that were good I've seen movies that were directed by Michael Bay but not produced by him that were good 
I have yet to see a movie that was produced and directed by Michael Bay that was good. So, I mean, it really is <laughs> hit or miss with him. Um, no, he didn't produce and direct The Rock? That, that was uh, Don Simpson, Jerry Bruckheimer. Oh, yeah. okay. So that, anyway, so that's that's kind of his relationship with people. <laughs> Postal is better than Transformers. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Both of them can rot in the pit of Matthias. <laughs> uh, it's better, better than Pearl Harbor, too. Oh, okay, okay, all right, yep, yep. I don't know about that. <laughs> I do. So Me too. <laughs> this movie, this movie, Alone in the Dark, released in 2005, had a $20 million budget, worldwide gross... Worldwide gross was ten million dollars, so it was it was a flop. Obviously, a pretty big <laughs> flop. Um, here's an interesting thing, which, like we said, like Nathan said earlier, he didn't remember the movie after he watched it. Which is what happened with me, which is why I watched it like twice just to make sure <laughs> I actually remembered stuff. There were seven different scripts for this movie at any given time. But no one ever had any idea which one UV Bowl was using to direct the movie. It shows. <laughs> because, yeah, there's there just a few uh, confusing things of this movie. But, I mean, I guess we just jump right into this, guys. Alone in the Dark, 2005. Yeah. Sooner begun, sooner done. Let's pitter-patter, let's get at her, as they say. Because, I mean, one of the greatest openings of all time is oh. we start with a uh, approximately 25-minute crawl. Yeah. Describing the background. You guys, I gave up halfway through. Oh, after the second paragraph, it was a wrap for me. But that's, again, this goes back to like what we talked about with um, when we did Sound of Thunder. All that stuff that they talked about in the crawl, they could have incorporated into the movie and made it part of the movie, and they wouldn't have had to do that ridiculous crawl. Yeah, it was just like, it was so much. It's just like too much information. The problem with these crawls is it's, it's usually, for movies that we do anyway, it's usually either too much or just so vague. Like, Sound of Thunder was so vague. It was like, so-and-so found time travel and then used it to make money. Credits. <laughs> yeah. However, this one is like, the Abkhani tribe had artifacts. Oh, you get a yeah, National human... Geographic special before the freaking thing even starts. <laughs> Did any of it even matter? Because didn't they repeat some of the stuff in dialogue here and there? Several times. Okay, okay, so I'm not sure. See, I would say that it was a studio note to include this crawl, but I feel it was a UV Bowl note. Like, I feel like he was like, we need to make sure people get it. They must must understand what I'm trying to do here. He's also reading. He's also reading it, I believe. I believe that's his voice. Oh, shit. He's he's German. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure that's him. It sounds a lot like him. You've seen... That didn't. I didn't find that sounded like him at all. Well, you know what? I'll look it up while we continue talking about this. He was. Movie. He was. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I don't. Yelly. I don't. Yeah. You <laughs> Do know some what? research on this fuck. movie, Brendan. Yeah. yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's a guy, and I thought it was him. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. Get out of some Twitter. Somebody reading it. <laughs> it was me. Oh shit. So, I mean, basically, the gist of this is that there's an ancient tribe. They vanished from the earth. Uh, there's a thing like a world, but the world of light and a world of dark. There's a paranormal investigation agency that's trying to discover. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. There's no point to any of this nonsense. No. It's just a big pile trying. of bullshit. I'm trying, guys. There, there are young kids that were uh, abducted out of an orphanage and turned into sleeper cells. 
as well because yep yeah, sure okay and they actually they mentioned that in the crawl and i immediately wrote the note could, could we watch sleepers instead because that's a way better movie <laughs> <sighs> a lot scarier too well yes so Never i mean it. this movie starts <laughs> movie begins and i'm like you nathan i'm having a real hard time looking at my notes here so just give me a second here uh we meet christian christian slater's character edward kernby as a child uh unfortunately not played by christian slater as a child that would have been great but (laughs) but he basically he he, they're they're doing a head count of all these orphans that they want to do weird experiments on and they're like oh we were we're down one we don't know where this but this one orphan gets away and he's hiding in a fucking like a generator high voltage yeah electrical generator <laughs> yeah which which we'll learn later spoiler alert it ruins their chances of controlling him through the sleeper cell because it kills like the bug that's in him or something yeah because he says he got electrocuted when he was a kid we don't see him get electrocuted though no we don't we just see his nasty glaucoma mm-hmm <laughs> as the as the camera zooms in on his eye, uh, but then thank God we cut to present day where he is adult Christian Slater. Before we do that, though, um, yes. the police come to investigate, and they're talking to the the sister who runs the orphanage, who unfortunately wasn't Mother Superior from Silent Night, Deadly Night. How many orphans do you need? You need more? I could get you more. Just give me a second of- for all your ungodly experiments. Um, I'll go get some more orphans out of the basement. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brent, it came back on your episode. <laughs> ah. oh, so, that, there might be a hashtag coming up soon. There we go. <laughs> so she she just says to the cops, they all disappeared. And the cops, like, disappeared? Hmm, seems legit. <laughs> Fuck <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I mean, she's a nun. Would she lie? Probably. There you go. <laughs> The only ones lying are the little wee lads. <laughs> to hell with a lot of them. What's that, Mother Superior? And if you think this movie's bad now, just wait. It's about to get a lot worse. <laughs> wait till you see the sequel. Oh, I bet you the it's sequel's probably better. better. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he's not there. Uwe Boll's not there. I actually note that um, he's not at his most Uwe Boll, but it's pretty darn close. Oh, it's real close. Yeah. Oh, that's the biggest issue I have. It's not only that it's forgettable, but it's it's fucking boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's brutal. Like I know when we were when because uh, Brent watched it for the first time last night because I we uh, through uh, legal means uh, of course on the internet. Well, on Netflix, on Netflix because it's yeah, on yeah. Netflix. Um, it just got taken but, off this morning though, so you can't look it up. But I know for the first like fifteen minutes or right, so, you were like still here in Canada. You were like, I think, I Damn think this it. is kind of, uh, this is kind of like entertaining in a bad way, and I think that quickly wore off. Yeah, I did. I was into it for a minute at first when all the dumb shit was going on. If you want to watch a Uwe Boll movie that keeps you glued to the screen with the utter lunacy that's happening in it, House of the Dead is the way to go. I own it and the sequel. Excellent. I've owned the first one. I've seen the sequel. So movies for some reason. So alone in the dark. <laughs> so Christian Slater starts out on an airplane, freaking out some kid. That's when we're in the dark. Is when we're most alive. Or no, it's that uh, uh, being afraid of the dark is what kept most of us alive. That's it. Yeah, because he says randomly says to this guy, "My mom says you're not supposed to be afraid of the dark." 
to this complete stranger. Uh, I was, as I was Brent, hoping for a backhand so hard right there. I was going to say, is he one of your shit kids that you would say? Oh, definitely. Ain't nobody got your damn opinion. Shut up, kid. <laughs> he does say it kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but we do, we also do get, uh, oh, actually, sorry, no, she doesn't show up. Sorry, guys, this is going to be haphazard. I'm trying my best to work through this fucking plot. So, he has an artifact of some sort, mm-hmm. uh, about from this Abkhani tribe. I still am not 100% clear on why they're collecting these artifacts, if they already have these sleeper cells. Like, I don't know what well, one has to do with the other. From what I understood, he's trying to understand. He's trying to break down the mystery of the Abkhani tribe. and uh, He worked for uh, 713, the agency, for the longest time. And every time they'd find an artifact, he'd never get to study it. They'd always classify it. So he quit. Mm-hmm. Struck out on his own as a, as a uh, paranormal investigator. Uh, so he could research these this tribe and, and find out what was really going on with them. This is most of this is is told to us through a narration that it gets oh, just man. hops in and out of the movie. It's not consistent. Every once in a while, Christian Slater will be talking in a voiceover, and then and then they'll just go on for a while, and then it'll pop in again. My favorite bit of uh, voiceover narration is when is based, right after the scene in the airplane. He like literally says, "You're probably wondering why I was such an asshole to that kid." <laughs> <laughs> I wish they because could just. I wish they could have just went full on cuffs with it and just had him break the fourth wall all the time. <laughs> just start walking towards the camera. Yeah, yeah. Full. You're probably wondering. Pool. You're probably wondering why my bedroom looks like the bedroom of one of Dracula's brides. <laughs> <laughs> That's what maybe, I thought. Maybe he was one of them. He might have been a bride. <laughs> was he in an interview with a vampire? Hot take. He is an interview with a vampire. <laughs> he was Kirsten Dunst's character. right? There you go. Oh, shit. Are these movies connected? It's a, it's a universe, like the Marvel one. <laughs> the Ooh, vampire. Uwe Ball. Uwe Ball and Uwe Bolniverse. <laughs> so, he has an artifact, because p- fine, whatever. And he gets in a cab, driven by the dude who ends up showing up in Uwe Ball's Rampage movie, by the way. Yeah, he's the he's the killer in Rampage. Yeah, he's the crazy kid that, like, murders a bunch of nurses and shit. I liked him better in Freddy vs. Jason. At this point, I noted that Vancouver is lovely. Because it is Vancouver 100%. You mean the United States of America where this was filmed, right? Yeah, the one that has all the Canada Post post offices in the background and (laughs) and mailboxes and everything. Okay, so this must have been the Deep South. Uh, Obviously. (laughs) Uh, So... (laughs) Artifact, yeah. He's in the cab. He's basically like, I'm a paranormal investigator. And the guy's like, acts as if he's never heard those two words together before in his life. He's yeah, like, what's that? What does that mean? It's a pretty I investigate paranormal yes. fucking, fucking idiot. It's a pretty self-explanatory title. Oh, I was going to ask y'all too. Is, am I tripping or did the, the dude driving the taxi look like Ed Sheeran? Or is that just me? No, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a fair point. Oh my god, Ed Sheeran was the guy killing everyone in Rampage. <laughs> listen to my music. You listen to my music, you will. It would have got that sequel. <laughs> they, got, they got three of them, didn't they? They did. Barely. More on that later. Oh yeah. 
But anyway, somebody, somebody's coming after him. We find out the guy's name is like Pinkerton or something. But he's, <laughs> he's, there's some great names in this movie, guys. Christian Slater's name is Edward Carnby. So <laughs> that is from the video game, though. So uh, the guy is trying to get the the artifact from him in another car. He's like, "Can you lose him to the cab driver?" He goes. And the cab driver says, uh, yeah, of course. No, Does the cab driver job. asks him, do you want me to lose him? And yeah. he's right, like, if right. you don't mind. If you don't mind. If you don't mind. Doing his fucking Jack Nicholson <laughs> in the back there. And did it, did you, was that his jacket from Heather's? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm assuming UV Bowl couldn't afford wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kristen, you just bring your stuff. You wear whatever you have in the closet. You bring it in and we make the movie. It's... That's fine. Right, yeah, the one from Heather's. You, you couldn't do that. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've also got my one from Cuffs if you want that. That's fine, too. Just bring it. Bring it. We, we will add it to If you can't wear it, we'll get somebody else to wear it. I mean, if you can help with the wardrobe, <laughs> that'd be great. Thanks, you. You're the best filmmaker ever. I know. You don't have to tell me that. And if anybody says anything different, I will challenge them to boxing. Or call them a retard. <laughs> so... Uh, the guy basically crashes into the cab. He tells the driver, he's like, just stay here. As if that's <laughs> the safest place for him to be. That stay down. He was yeah. sitting up. Stay down. <laughs> <laughs> but then, doesn't the guy, like, smash right into the side of the cab immediately yes. after that? Yep. <laughs> I lost my shit. He's like, stay in the car. Like, okay, smash! <laughs> so they have this a spit take. <laughs> he wrote a song about it. It's fine. <laughs> They do this ridiculous... Um, I wrote down that Pinkerton kind of looks like young Ben Kingsley for some reason to me. <laughs> You're saying that because like, he's oh, bald. Ben Kingsley's in another uh, another movie this week. That's fantastic. But without ridiculous hair. Yeah. And... and uh, no, I was going to say much better, but no, no, no. Sound mm. of Thunder is better than this. <laughs> I don't... I think there's... it's That's a tight race. I'll tell you, Sound of Thunder is more watchable than this. Okay. Is it, though? Yeah, <laughs> I got a, oh, I got a, no, I got a lot more chuckles out of Sound of Thunder. That's for sure. This one I just made left me exasperated. <laughs> I actually have a note later on in my notes that says this movie is exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> so they get into this big terrible fight through the city. Uh, it was a pretty sweet Macho Man elbow in this. <laughs> oh, the the axe handle. Yeah, or, yeah, the, the 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 axe handle off the top rope. Yeah, <laughs> so, there you go. We got a guest that gets our wrestling references. Yeah, I'm, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so young Ben Kingsley is chasing Christian Slater through the streets. Uh, <laughs> Christian Slater twists this cop's arm and steals his gun. Steals his gun, and then young Ben Kingsley crashes through a window. And I'm like, there's a door. <laughs> <laughs> then when they're fighting, cool he grabs his foot and he pulls a total no retreat, no surrender and kicks out of him while doing a flip. <laughs> but like, he's shooting at this guy in broad daylight mm-hmm. in front of like a million people. And if you look, uh, there's really bad extras direction because some of them look concerned and some of them are just kind of shopping. <laughs> <laughs> now that's realistic. If this supposed to be America, they wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> Maybe in like Washington New York State. City. <laughs> yeah. Continue shopping. We don't worry about it. It'd be guns. Ed Sheeran just got murdered in a taxi cab. We don't care. <laughs> he deserves it. He killed all those nurses. I care a lot of people with eardrums too, but you know that's just my opinion. Oh, hot <laughs> yeah, take. hot takes. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly have no opinion either way. I don't my really oldest know. daughter would take you, would take umbrage with that remark. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I have to stay. I stay away from Canada for a while. Then. <laughs> hey, I, I have, I have no use for the man myself, but my oldest thinks he's the greatest. So Christian Slater ends up shooting this guy like four times, doesn't die. Spoiler alert: We find out later that he's got this centipede thing. By the way, centipede, a human centipede, a human centipede, human centipede on his spine uh, that prevents him from having any like n- like his nerves don't react. Like he he doesn't get like hurt. Like doesn't, he can still get killed, doesn't but feel he doesn't pain. Doesn't feel pain. But I'm like, he got shot in the heart. You would still be dead. Yeah. Yes. You may not feel pain, but you would still fall to the ground. Well, because <laughs> at that point, he shoots him in the like in the stomach, and then he shoots him in the chest, and the guy's still going. And I'm thinking, okay, he must be an alien, or he's like a, they 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 morph into like human form. But then when he stabs him center mass with that thing, and he ends up sleeping with the fishes, literally, <laughs> he dies, and it's like. Okay, well, that doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. That's what I thought. I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, so stabbing works, but gunshots to the heart. Right. It's a no-sell. It's Undertaker no-sell. There you go. Yeah. It just went right past the heart. Just missed it. Maybe he's got <laughs> two, like, Doctor Who. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, he ends up killing this guy that comes after him. Um, at the same time, we go to the the ocean deep to find uh, Professor Lionel Hudgens <laughs> on a ship who is captained by greedy Chad Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, um, Brent, I don't know if you... I don't think you've seen this movie because you mentioned you've only seen one Will Ferrell movie before in your life. But, yeah. Nathan, the guy that double-crosses Hudgens here, I'm pretty sure is the drunk guy from Elf. The oh. guy that, that gets drunk with him at the uh, at the, the, mail, uh, the mail room. Okay. He looks like uh, a skinnier version of like Big Show in like 1999. See, I I saw him and all I got all I got was the was Chad Kroger, the dude from Nickelback. That's all I got. <laughs> that would be a great cameo. It's my best Chad Kroger impression. I Nickelback. think it's pretty spot on. Yeah, Canadian treasure. They, I have fucking no use for that band. Oh my god. Why does everybody talk shit about that band? I don't know much about them, but I hear everybody talk smack about them. Here's the thing: they 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 are incredibly generic, uh, oh. but that's that's not my biggest gripe with them. Everybody like, I mean, ACDC is generic, but I like ACDC because, oh. yeah. But the, my problem with um, Nickelback is when I see them, I don't believe a word that they're singing because they're <laughs> singing about fighting and drinking and and banging chicks and I see that and I'm like you've never been in a fight once in your life you drink milk every day and you've (laughs) probably never been to second base maybe by accident once maybe they're liars and they're snakes Nathan's just really jealous because he's really into (laughs) Avril Lavigne I hate Avril Lavigne as well oh my god do I hate her with the fucking heat of a thousand suns Oh, let's keep this going. Why do you hate her? Why? Because she is a poser. 100% poser. The first time I saw an Avril Lavigne video, I was like, oh, sweet, girl punk. I like girl punk. And then she started singing and it was all over. <laughs> Fucking both of them. Girl- liars and snakes and posers. So girl what punks Nathan don't is sing. Trying to, what Nathan is trying to say is he is not a skater boy. 
<laughs> Don't yeah, get that reference. Make me. She said, "See you later, boy." You, okay, I would so rather listen to some forty-one than that. Oof. Yeah. Is that bad too? There, it's it's generic Canadian pop punk. You know what? Oh, them and Simple Plan. I'd still rather listen to them any day over her because her some... shit is just absolutely fake, off the charts, poser cr- garbage. <laughs> Some 41 is like the lesser of evils though Like I feel like I can listen to that And not want to rip my ears off <laughs> Okay, yep Not completely, you know what I mean Like if it's on, I'm just like, eh, whatever If I hear like Nickelback though, I'm just like, fucking turn it off <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I automatically turn it off I cannot <laughs> even S- Sir, that speaker is up high You don't need to climb that ladder yourself It has to end! <laughs> Put the, put the lighter down, sir. Put the lighter down. I just always wonder why everybody uses their night group as a joke or something. I've always heard it, but I've never known what the fuck is the reason behind it. Take take ten minutes. Ten minutes. Listen to two songs. You'll hate them forever. Yeah. Oh, listen to uh, <laughs> rock star and tell me if you believe that they're rock stars. How they describe themselves. Gross. <laughs> so alone in the dark, guys. <laughs> so so I this professor, this professor Hudgens, uh, is basically our main baddie. I would say he's our main villain, and they dig up a coffin. He's looking for this thing called the Erebus, but like we never really come back to that. Like it's just kind of I'm looking for the Erebus, and then it's a this big gold coffin that I'm assuming is keeping these weird creatures inside. Mm-hmm. Um. They open it. Well, first of all, the, the, his accomplice gets greedy and says, I'm going to put you in this room and we're going to take all the gold ourselves. Uh, they open it and the, the creatures off screen, like, wipe out everyone except for Hudgens. Just murder them. And, of course, you don't see anything. Well, because he's in the brig. <laughs> right. Which he he hears the, the, the noises and he takes, like, the thinnest little, like, Broad he can find and sticks it in the door to make sure they can't come in. <laughs> it's like, oh shit! I don't. I hope they don't have half the power of a human being. <laughs> Meanwhile, I can hear them ripping people in two. <laughs> yeah, and then like something else I don't understand here. So he gets he goes back out after after the massacre, and he comes back to quote unquote America with the <laughs> coffin. Which we later see he has a monster, so I'm like, did he bring that monster back, or did he already have that monster? <laughs> like that he has it is like, I got one, now it's time to poke it a bunch. <laughs> and it's time to take a needle and take its blood and put it into my own arm. Yeah, because that's what scientists do. Speaking of people who are unbelievable scientists, Tara Reed. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah. Brent really likes her voice, he said to fuck. me. Fuck. Her voice. Her voice is the worst. I I feel that she learned every single scientific term in this movie phonetically. (laughs) Because she actually says Newfoundland. No, it's Newfoundland. Newfoundland is a scientific term? No, but I'm saying that she learned all of her dialogue phonetically because everything sounds like she learned it, like she was reading it. Like, sound it out. Okay, sound it out. You, you said you said scientific terms at first. That's why I was like, Newfoundland's a yeah. scientific term? No, but today. that's one of the things that tipped me off, that she learned everything phonetically, especially uh, the scientific terms. Thermometer. Thermometer. <laughs> My favorite is that, okay, so she is a scientist, first of all. By, guys, Tara Reid is a scientist in this movie. 
I, 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 I will it's buy scientist. Marky Mark as a science teacher before I'll buy Tara Reed as a fucking scientist. <laughs> the happening coming soon. I hope. Oh. I- Brent, have you seen The Happening? I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never actually sat and watched that whole movie. I've seen it. More like the crappening, am I right? Hey! <laughs> I've seen enough of it to know that it belongs here. It's it's ridiculous. Oh, I believe it. Oh, I got a question for y'all real quick. Okay. Okay. Who's worse, Tara Reid or Denise Richards as, like, scientists? Tara Reid. Tara Reid, 100%. Okay, I'm with y'all. I was like, that fucking voice, man, I want to punch her in the throat every time she talked. It sounded like somebody did punch her in the throat every time she talked. We're, we're going gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna to pinpoint the exact location of the it's monsters? Like, it's see, like, Nathan, it's like we're worse than that, man. Yeah, see, Nathan, <laughs> you're putting way too much emotion into that performance. Yeah. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to pinpoint the location of the monsters. That's what's... Uh, we're going to do that, and then we're going to go over here. Oh, my God, I was just attacked. I was just attacked, and I'm a little <laughs> flustered. And I love you, and now it's the end, and we defeated the monsters. Oh, I have to okay. get a sandwich. That'll keep your mind up your boyfriend. It's the same thing the whole fucking way through. But so see, Terry still, is That's scientist. still not as bad, because you still got to sound like you smoked like a whole pack of cigarettes beforehand, too. Uh, Terry. There you go. <laughs> Before each take, I just got to finish off another carton of uh, Marlboros, <laughs> and we'll be ready to yell action there. Right, the Tom Waits School of Acting. <laughs> hey, I'm Tara Reed. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Burgers and sausages. Christian Slater, let's go fuck. Big in Japan. <laughs> oh my god, recast Mystery Men with Tara Reed in that role? That's the mechanic. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> oh. Anyhow. Okay, so Tara Reed is a scientist. <laughs> so, she also is like, Hudgens is like her boss. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So she's basically waiting for him. He, he sends her this package uh, addressed to himself. I, I forget what that package even is supposed to be. Like, what, what does she send him? It was he sent the himself? little artifacts that was she, artifact. yeah, she was cataloging. And that's why he got all pissed off at her about on the phone. <laughs> Which you can tell that Terry is not real comfortable throughout the whole movie. But one of the things that really got me was when she takes out the artifact to scan it, <laughs> she literally just like. Looks like she has no idea what she's doing. She just runs this little like pen over it with a red light. And goes bleep. Yep, it's an Abkani artifact. The scan the tag. On. No direction from Uvi on that one. Yeah, you just you just just runs the pen over top of it. The light will go bleep, and you will go yes, it's an it's an artifact from Abkani. You just say it just like that, Tara. Say it. No, I think you're putting too much emotion. In it. Try to say it as dead as possible. Can you actually say it as dead as you are behind the eyes? That would be great. <laughs> okay, I'll do it for another pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, okay, where the fuck are we here? So she opens the... She, she, she activates all the sleeper cells. Right. Well, doesn't that happen when the coffin opens on the ship, though? Oh, I thought it was because she lined something up with the artifacts. This oh, fucking maybe. movie. <laughs> fuck, who fucking cares, really, yeah, though? The, but well, I, I, I did enjoy that the, all the, uh, the sleeper sleepers waking up and just like looking like they had a stroke and then wandering <laughs> off like the video well, store guy was like oh dvd was that a part of the, of the future <laughs> i thought so too right uh, okay i was because i'd have been grabbing all kind of shit when he walked out because <laughs> man <laughs> porn at that time was expensive like i'm just saying right yeah, I mean, you have to it might still be 
Uh, I don't. <laughs> no one pays for that anymore. If they do, they're foolish. <laughs> yeah, unless you want to get like a Pornhub premium membership or some shit. <laughs> If you really need to beat the fuck out your dick that much. <laughs> if you're putting money into it at this point, you probably should go to a meeting or something. You jerk off every day? I gotta get my fourteen ninety nine worth. <laughs> hey, you know what? If I was paying for it, fuck it, I'd do it too. <laughs> I'm gonna be late. I'm gonna be late for work tonight. Just do it at work, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people can't get away with that. Well, you work in a movie theater. People do it in movie theaters all the time. No, this is Canada. This Brad. is Canada. Eh? <laughs> that don't mean nothing. It just means everybody be nice about it. They'll wipe oh, it off the back your... of your head for you. I see you got your dick out there, eh? <laughs> Here, you let me help, help you with that. Theater away, that'd be great. We don't <laughs> yeah. want to have to call the police. And if not, you know, no big deal. I just give you a hand there. <laughs> you want some of my lotion? <laughs> Puts the lotion on its dick. When <laughs> you you would just get the uh, that 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 fake butter topping that they have in dispensers all throughout the Cineplex theaters. Mm-hmm. There you go, salty dicks. Me hey. help you. Me me give topping. Top you off with topping. <laughs> I'll just say this: I worked at the theater when Fifty Shades of Grey came out. So I'm gonna say. <laughs> Yikes. So the girls were just in there with their shit busted open. <laughs> It's like all the other theaters get swept up, but that one gets mopped up. <laughs> I nearly saw a, a seventy-year-old woman erupt into orgasm oh, when she thought the movie was in three D. I thought you said seven-year-old. <laughs> seven-year-old woman going to Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. I also refer to oh, seven-year-olds as women. I was to say, Brenda, you got a women. problem there. <laughs> Uh. How old is your woman? No, that's my child. <laughs> that's my five-year-old child. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. How old is your woman? Oh, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, oh, Christian, man. so Christian Slater's getting calls because people are like, hey, you know, uh, she, he gets a call from one girl. It's like, John walked out on me. Like, my husband, he just left. Did he ever say anything about, like, leaving me? And he's like, no, of course not. I'll go find out what's going on. I'll go check out... <laughs> My orphanage is what he says, as if he owned the orphanage. <laughs> um, he meets up with the with the this nun, uh, the nun from back in the day that you know sold out all these kids for weird science experiments. But for some reason, she has like this very motherly thing about, "Are you eating? Are you? How are you? Are you feeling good?" It's like, bitch, you gave them to the government. <laughs> well, this is the thing, Nate. That I think this motherly thing was. Uh, script number four, and her selling out the kids was script number two. So I think there's just okay. Oh, I think you enough, just then. mix them up. <laughs> where where is script number three? I don't like the way this one's going. If we could get the uh, the the lady who runs the orphanage to be a lot more muzzly, yeah, we will forget that she just gave the children to the government and let them do whatever. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Where's Stephen Dorf? He's my favorite. Oh, he's in my pocket right now because he's so tall. He's so small. So, uh, okay. So, <laughs> I'm trying to get through this thing. Uh, did, oh my god, did the uh, his central commands look like the worst like sci-fi channel lifetime movie sets ever? Oh, oh um, yeah. yes, for the for the Bureau Seven Thirteen. Yeah, like where they like their their <laughs> command center, their comm center. You know what? I just okay. I, I'm gonna wait a second when we get to it, but I have something to say about that that I remember. Re- I remember I read about it and then I forgot. And I'm just remembering it now, so 
Oh, it's great. Um, so oh, shit. Revelations. Oh yeah, <laughs> Revelations six thirteen or whatever the fuck. Seven thirteen. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't help you with that one. Uh, <laughs> so where are we here? So yeah, so he's looking up. He's looking up. Uh, he's talking to the to the nun about the people, uh, you know, disappearing. The sleeper cells basically walking out on their wives and their porno video jobs. Um, hey. And that's what I wrote too, Nathan. Like when you said the the nun is suddenly nice, I was like, so this crazy science orphanage is now just a regular orphanage? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they just have kids there. Like so, uh, Christian Slater calls his friend in the bureau because he used to work for this paranormal investigation thing. Uh, the guy's name Fish. And the funniest thing here is he wants, basically, he's trying to get some information on the people that just suddenly disappeared and walked out. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this is, like, the easiest thing they could have fixed. But he literally says, here are the three photos you were looking for. And he looks at four photos. <laughs> and also, one of them is a straight-up actor's headshot. Yes! yes I wrote that, yep. too. <laughs> Two, at least half of them are headshots. Yeah. Like, professionally photographed. <laughs> Fuck it, why not? <laughs> oh. Brent, Brent, at this point in the movie, did you start to lose hope? I was still into it. What? I was still into it. You're I still gotta, into it at this point? I have a question about this. Like, if these kids were supposed to have disappeared, when was the point that they were returned? Because that's never ever made clear. That was weird, too. Because they said, yeah, they said they took them for experiments. And then they were returned to the rooms. Well, then they tell the cops, like, oh, yeah, these 20 kids just left. Disappeared. Because yeah, that's why I was like, oh, yeah, disappeared. That seems legit. But then they all came back, right? They all came yeah, back to Yeah, but that's beds. never shown or explained. It, it, I think it's explained in, in like, a two-second clip. This fucking movie. Hey, don't worry <laughs> about it. It's be all right. <laughs> Brent, Brent is really like our therapist during this. <laughs> Where were you for muck, sir? Oh hey, my you gotta call me. I'd have watched that with y'all. I might watch that one day because of y'all. Uh, I so we, don't I recommend it. We could have used a friend in that one, that's for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll come back when y'all do that sequel. <laughs> <laughs> we got a friend in Brent. <laughs> you got a friend in me. <laughs> so we're going to get Randy Newman to do our... <laughs> do our intros for all our guests now. Lone the duck. <laughs> I'm, I'm having Slater is wearing his head is jagged. <laughs> Christian Slater fish in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we finally get the electric chemistry uh, and the reunion of oh. Tara Reed and Christian Slater and her bipolar is? disorder. <laughs> Until Man. they actually fucked. I did not know they were supposed to be a couple. That's yeah. how good their chemistry is. Well, because <laughs> even earlier in the movie, the, the with the security guards, like, well, at least this will take your mind off your boyfriend. And we're ne- it's never she's never like there's no picture of him. She's like, yeah. oh, Edward, I miss you so much, or anything like that. And then <laughs> Edward, I miss you so much. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> she's Harvey Firestein. Oh God, Edward, <laughs> be nice. <laughs> is that so wrong? Is that- I just oh. want to be a scientist and pronounce things <laughs> phonetically. Is that so wrong? <laughs> Firestein, guys. Not any listeners. Not the other RV. Right. <laughs> right. Weinstein? Not Weinstein. <laughs> Firestein. Firestein. Fire, not wine. Fire, not wine. Hashtag fire, not wine. That's right. Mm-hmm. 
So, oh, so anyway, yeah, so, yeah, because she's like, oh, I'm so happy to see you, and then punches him across in the face, like, a second later. Yeah. Oh, she's into fisting, man. And she's all like, God, and stuff. <laughs> she also <laughs> says, how come every time you show up, my life gets complicated? And I wrote, Tara, dear, I think your life gets complicated if you have to open up a can of soda. <laughs> uh, so so they're freaking out they 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 find out about the fucking the artifact but then they start freaking out because the power starts to the electricity starts to flicker mm. and it's like oh shit we're gonna meet the monsters that look flawless <laughs> you know what given it's a it's a ua ball movie in the late 90s it was late 90s wasn't it oh no this is 2005 Nathan. Oh, okay no no i retract my <laughs> statement this is awful <laughs> you were like i'm thinking of house of the, the dead i think the benefit of the doubt no <laughs> nope. house of the dead is 2000s also is it really 2001 okay is it, is it that long ago i thought it was like 2005 is it one hold on let me i, I will do this research for this oh, brent's, brent's gonna research what a guy I got you. I have his IMDb up right now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Read off the whole list for everybody. Let them know all these future episodes y'all got coming up. <laughs> yeah, make well, clues for all of them. And okay, go. so we've got. Uh, I'm gonna skip past all the German ones. Although a German fired fried movie does have me intrigued. Hey. Um, House, House of the, of the Dead, Dead, 2003. Okay. Low, Low in the it. Dark, Blood Rain, which I've seen that one. There are jeep tracks in medieval Germany or England or wherever the hell they're supposed to be. Yeah, uh, medieval jeeps. <laughs> seed. They didn't have those back then. I guess not. No. <laughs> what? Uh, seed, which I actually hear is pretty good. It's one of his uh, few movies that actually is is actually you know decent to watch. Did he not uh, actually the Jason. It? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, in the name of the king, a dungeon no. siege tale. No. No. <laughs> did y'all do that? Did no. y'all do that movie? No. No, we did. No. Um, King Arthur. Oh, okay, okay. In the name of the king is fucking terrible. That means Uh, y'all gonna do it then, right? No. (laughs) I'll come back. (laughs) I know you will. Yeah. Postal, which we've discussed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blood Rain 2, (laughs) which went straight to video surprise. (laughs) Tunnel Rat, uh, that's like a World War II movie, I think. And actually, I heard that one is supposed to be quite good as well, surprisingly. Mm. I guess it's like a blind squirrel getting a nut kind of thing it's funny because he'd be the last person i'd trust with a world war ii movie exactly even <laughs> well he's got auschwitz he's got a one that's called auschwitz one so yeah i mean oh dear and of course there's the, uh, the blood rain the third right <gasps> he did blubberella uh yep. in the name of the king two with dolph lundgren in it <sighs> uh we've got assault on that, wall street oh, uh, is that the sequel to wall street I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> guarantee you, if it was, yeah. guarantee you if it was, he'd get Charlie Sheen again. And then we've got another <laughs> In the Name of the King movie, which actually has the dude from Prison Break in it. And, uh, yeah, the Rampage movies. Yeah. So there you go. So I wrote down that the... So Alone in the Dark. So I wrote down <laughs> that uh, the monsters, to me, they almost look like mutant anteaters. <laughs> like their faces kind of look like mutant anteaters. A little bit. I thought Crossed they looked like a cross between aliens. like a xenomorph and like a, a shitty CGI dog. Don't and, they call them that at one point? Well, yeah, they, uh, Brent, do you remember what they were called? Not xenomorph, something totally different. Oh, they're called xenos, right? <laughs> <It's> yes. Right. <laughs> 
Aha, I am not like Alien because I named my, my monster something else. I actually I have a note in Xeno is real creative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the, I, I'm, I'm to understand they, they disrupt electricity, right? But mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. thought it was just like electricity, like a light, like a, an actual light in your house, not like a flashlight that runs on batteries. Right. Because he says, why did my flashlight work? And I'm like, because that's not the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't get... Because if they, if they disrupted all lights like that, then th- those light bullets would have been, like, fucked up, I think. That they come up with later. I like when the uh, the feds break in at this time to, to you know, uh, I guess, help fight the monsters. I'm not sure. They just yeah. start randomly shooting at all the priceless artifacts. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Brent, Brent, when, when Brent was watching the movie, uh, when we were watching the movie last night too, Brent was like, "How the fuck do they keep knowing where they are?" Yeah, I, I may just have keep the answer. Give me up. a second. Oh, we shit. A phone call. Oh, Chris right back. I got a phone call. Oh, okay. Terry calling me. <laughs> Nathan, why are you talking shit about my movie? <laughs> that shit's great. <laughs> Did you ever see? I was in the American Pie movies. I know you jerked all two of these ones. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that shit in. <laughs> well, I guess this is going on two different files on my recorder because it just reset on me. Uh-oh. Oh, oh shit. It's all there, though, so it's good. Well, I mean, the Audacity stuff should work, so. Let's hope. I should probably write down the time thing so I'm not searching for this forever. I have 50. 50. Yeah, 50, around 50. 10. Yeah. Oh, okay. So here's my note that I said I was gonna wait. I was gonna save for for now. So you mentioned how the uh, the Bureau Seven Thirteen guys they're they're kind of their outfits look kind of cheap, right? Mm-hmm. They, they um <laughs> do you know what? Legitimately, they have paintball guns. Yeah, <laughs> and paintball costumes, gear, outfits, yeah. mm-hmm. gear. They look yeah, like that, paintball like, masks. For literally sure. said in an interview. Yeah, I used paintball guns <laughs> and paintball gear because it's like real and stuff. <laughs> I like that Stephen Dorff is doing his very best Kiefer Sutherland impression in this movie. I, I can't. I just saw him as Deacon Frost. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you ever see him as. That's all I ever see him. I I'll tell you this. I fucking I love Stephen Dorff. I watch that guy in any shitty movie. Um, Even like Deuces oh, Wild. Uh, I haven't seen all of it, but sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I do like Stephen Dorff, legitimately. Um, and I think he is honestly trying to do something in this movie. <laughs> he seems like it. He's trying. He's Keyword. got a wicked haircut. You gotta admit, guys. <laughs> Let the hair act for him. <laughs> and that's the nice thing about him uh, there, Brendan, too, is he's you could actually like just put him on your shelf. He's a collectible figure. He's that tiny. <laughs> He's two foot three. <laughs> he's three apples tall. And he's just a little witty bitty me wee bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So they they bust in to take care of the aliens. Like you said, shooting everything in sight, not really giving a fuck. Um <laughs> They also tell Tara Reed she's got like a baby gash on her arm and they're like, You go to the hospital right now. You just, <laughs> just get there. And then she doesn't, also, on top of that. <laughs> they just wrap it up, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Oh, I have a note here that says he was invaded by centipedes. What the fuck does that mean? Because that's what the thing inside him lo- like looks like. Or are you talking about with the doctor getting um? No, or no, that comes later when yeah. the uh, the doctor breaks in. But when they're doing the uh, they they do the rib spread. Yeah, I was talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. I said, oh, uh, it's a centipede in a human, and it's in two yeah. pieces. Human centipede too. There, we're done. Yeah. We don't have to do that episode. No, 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 no. no. It's coming. It's coming, bro. Don't worry about that. <laughs> well, we just revealed to everyone. Well, you guys revealed on your show too, so it's already out there. Yeah, they already know if they listen to us, what you should be doing. A. That's right. A. <laughs> Oh, but no, real quick, during that last scene, though, I remember I said something to you about it, too. Nathan, did yeah. it sound like they used, like, a fake Batman theme when the SWAT people came? <laughs> yes. The Batman the Tim- theme? It yeah. sounded like a fake, like, Batman movie riffs. <laughs> like the Tim Burton one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just like, and then it just kind of ended, and I was like, oh, oh, UV. Like, they looped the first five seconds of it or something. Well, that way you don't have to pay for it, right? Yeah. You don't, you don't have to shell out that $100. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Tim Burton is not aware of this movie. Also, <laughs> Danny Elfman, I think, would be the one. Even I, I guarantee Danny Elfman's not aware of this movie. <laughs> no, he, no, he's super aware. He threw his remote on the floor and everything when he heard that shit. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, he's got he's got so much money from just making the Simpsons theme. He's good." <laughs> oh shit, that is him. That is so. Him, Christian yeah. Slater steals. Uh, steals Steven Dorff's uh, name tag thing mm-hmm. uh, because they're at odds for s- some reason. It's never really like well explained. I think you're just at odds because Christian Slater left the bureau and Steven Dorff is all like, "Ah, oh, he shouldn't have left. We're adversaries now." Yeah, <laughs> I'm the fake bad guy in this. Movie. That's actually that's pretty much well it because later on they're like besties. Yeah, well that's what I mean. He's oh, like yeah. he's he's the fake bad guy. He's the bad guy that later turns out to be not such a bad guy. Um, we also we already talked about this, but this is Hudgens injecting himself with monster blood because, of course, why not? Uh, Christian Slater learns about the centipede in the back thing, which we already talked about. Hey, and um, that counts as part three too, right? So we don't have to watch any of those at hell all. Hell no! God damn watch it! All of them and a part four that they making. Shut I, up! I wrote. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote That's not even funny. Don't even joke about that stuff. <laughs> It's just the world in a big centipede. Yes. <laughs> With Donald Trump at the front of it. Yes. Like, no, he should no, be he, the direct he's the middle, middle piece. Yes. No, Nathan, this is a horror film. He has to be at the front. And Dieter Laser just sticking his dick in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Feed him! Feed him! Feed him! So, uh, here's a, <laughs> Alone in the Dark. So... <laughs> Back to the scene with uh, Christian Slater and his buddy Fish. This felt to me like the James Bond getting gadgets from Q scene. He should have been played by Abe Vigoda. I'm just going to put that out there. Hey. Fish there should have go. been Abe Vigoda. <laughs> but did you feel like um, he was way too prepared for this kind of thing happening? He's like, oh, you'll need this, and you'll need this over here, and these bullets have light on them, and here's this, and this will also work. And I'm oh, like, the rave bullets? Those were awesome. How, how <laughs> long have you been preparing for monsters to attack? All his life. He's waiting for this moment. <laughs> for this moment. <laughs> Is that Nathan, a Nickelback song, too? No. <laughs> I'm done. So, after this, though, we get the sex scene 
Oh yeah. <laughs> so Brent, Brent told me he busted a nut to this one. Several, all of them, all at once. <laughs> all of the nuts, all over the places, all Nathan, of the time. On a, on a scale of uh, thrashing to Hollywood homicide, how sexy was this <laughs> sex scene for you? I would rate it as solid critters. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right, folks. We just made a Billy Zane comparison. There you go. <laughs> Deal with it. You know, the Unfortunately, worst part of it was the music. <laughs> Yo, he had the song in the background. What the fuck was that? It was dumb as fuck. I, I wish I remember what it said because it was whatever it was saying was like I just cracked up laughing at work I watching that shit. Honestly, remember? I honestly wish I knew the name of it so I could just play a clip of it now. But I don't even know the name of the song. But it was like, it was, the song was like, and when a child is born, it's not aware of the skin <laughs> yeah. it's in. And when a child is born into this world, it has no concept of the tone the skin is living in. It's not a second, seven seconds away, just as long as I It's a situation where Uwe Boll just heard the melody and was like, yeah, that would go well with sex scene, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a child not being aware of its skin. Yeah, that sounds like a, a humping and the, 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 the fucking and the putting of the penis in the vagina, yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it, makes, it, it makes sense. <laughs> I can't believe this is our first Uwe Boll movie, by the way. <laughs> right, you're welcome for that. Yeah, thanks, Brent. <clears throat> no problem. Did you find the name of that song? I thought that's what you were looking up. I'm trying to find it, but I can't. It's this. It's the soundtrack, but it says 37 songs. Oh there, shit! What? <laughs> I'm 37. That's more songs than the fucking Suicide Squad movie. I'm trying to see if Nickelback is on here for you. And that movie is a music video. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> uh, oh, Anthrax is on this soundtrack. I know that one. Anthrax provided a song for this thing. I know Rob Zombie was in there. Um, Brent, you, you mentioned one thing about Tara Reid. Uh, whenever she had to do something smart, what did you say again? Man, she put her hair up with the fucking quickness. Her hair will be down, but the minute she starts saying science shit, that hair goes up so quick. And, and the glasses, glasses get on. broke out. Yeah. <laughs> glasses and bun. There was a scene where she reached up and, like, in between, like, the quickest cut in the world, her hair was just up out of nowhere. Like, whoa. That's, like, she right after the quick. sex scene. She's like, right. sciencing, I'm sciencing, I'm gonna do some science right now, I'm sciencing as hard as I can. There'd be a great, it would be a great subplot if, like, every time her hair was down, she just got even dumber. Like, yes. <laughs> her hair was up in a bun, and she's like, oh my god, this is an Apcanny artifact, but then someone comes up behind and, like, undoes the bun, and she's like, I can't think for Thursday! That's how she's defeated at the end of the movie, they just pull her hair down. <laughs> I'm the writing monsters it, I'm writing can't it. just eat her. They have to, like, make her dumb, dumber first. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I really think the monsters are really clumsy, too. Like, at one point, one's chasing Christian Slater, and it just crashes into a wall. Well, yeah, because they're, like, big, dumb dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
I also have Karate Slater, because when he's fighting the monsters, he actually, like, does some spin kicks and shit at one point. Dude, he was, he was busting out the Gymkata <laughs> left, right, and center in this yes. movie. Horrible shootout coming up. <laughs> just, the rest of this movie, guys, is just monsters getting shot. Like, no, yeah. because the, the, the doctor's poor wife gets killed, and then yeah. we find out, you know, Hutchins has lost his mind, and he strangles the, uh, uh, the, I don't know, fish. fish. Uh, with like the best O face I've ever seen. He's like, ah, as he's shooting <laughs> them, <laughs> and then you know puts a human centipede. I mean, a centipede into the yeah. guy. Yeah. And uh, and now you know what? On top of his wife being dead, he's blind now too because then he's his iris is like. Just <laughs> yeah, you're right. Fish fish gets taken over and his wife gets killed by Hudgens because Hudgens has lost his fucking mind. And there's still 47 minutes left at this point. How many times did I check the timer, Brent? Four. <laughs> Four times. It's like, at one point, they're like in the... Well, they're in the gold mine, which is coming up later. And I'm like, there's still 25 minutes left? <laughs> yeah, I was oh, with you on that one. What did you think of this wretched, poorly lit gun battle with set to Rob Zombie music? Awful. Was it was it Rob Zombie? It like, I, actually. It sound it, it sounded if it was not it was an incredible likeness. It was oh, some I kind of just butt, some generic butt rock or something. Yeah. No, yeah, it some, was it sounded like him because I actually have Rob Zombie uh, plus poorly lit plus gun battle equals Uwe Bowl. <laughs> Why did Steven So in this scene <laughs> in the scene uh, some of the sleepers show up some of the guys that have and girls that walked out. You mean and, all the uh, sleepers show up? Yeah, yeah, well, some of them are people, some of them are creatures. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. But why did Steven Dorff's character show up thinking Christian Slater was one of them when he was clearly talking and was, like, sensible and coherent, uh, you know, to the standards of Christian Slater? But, like, why did he think that he was a creature? <laughs> like, that was the weirdest assumption to make. Because plot... <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> right, moving on. <laughs> Brent, Brent uh, noticed that someone got shot, but the the bullet missed. The bullet we were they were supposed to shot the monster in the head, but it looked like the fucking effect went past its head or something, like right in front of it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't doubt it in the least. We must have watched a rough cut. There's no way UV would have let that pass. <laughs> so I remember asking you, I was like, wait, wait, did he get shot? Like, <laughs> it just fell over. I'm like, it went past its head. That's hilarious. So at this point, Stephen Dorff and Christian Slater just became best friends. Yes. Face turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, face turn exactly. Um, because I don't, I don't know why. Because they have a common enemy now. Let's just say. Because plot. Yeah, plot. Thanks. <laughs> Every time we're confused, Brent, you just say plot. A wizard I'm gonna did actually, it. <laughs> I'm actually just going to record you saying plot. I'm going to start <laughs> dropping it in episodes anytime we're confused. Do like the little staples button. Be like, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. Just keep going. <laughs> plot. Just plot. Yeah. <laughs> so if I get a really good, like, clean, like, plot. All right. Plot. <laughs> there we go. Uh, there we oh, go. For the, hold on. For the ladies. Okay. Plots. Oh. He knows how to use them. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Ladies, this episode is for you. Yeah. <laughs> Brent, tell them what they can expect. <laughs> they can expect. Damn it. <laughs> Got you on they the can spot. Ex- they mm. can expect a lot of hashtag child murder. No, I'm just- 
I had Good to get it in Lord. there for you, bro. Had to get no in hashtag there for child murder in this movie, guys. No, but there's hashtag none murder, though. Yeah, there is. Yes. <laughs> murder superior. There you go. You finally got her. Uh, <laughs> she'll never die. So. <laughs> live on in our hearts forever. <laughs> Steven Dorff and Christian Slater are best friends. <laughs> they, go on, they go on a helicopter. We have a huge ADR conversation for like 10 minutes. Uh, oh my god, that was the like the most egregious ADR conversation in a movie even, I think we've had. Yeah, we don't even <laughs> yeah. see them in the helicopter. Yeah, it's they just were, they were there. They, well, when it lands, people get out, and then it cuts yeah. to a closer shot, and then it's them getting out. Like they're clearly yeah, they were there. Bring them oh, you know who about. the crappy Rob Zombie knockoff might have been? <laughs> Power Man Five Thousand. Who the hell is that? It's just a metal band. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on, Brent. Yeah. Power Man 5000. You know them. I know. I got the whole dis- the whole discography right here on my iPod. <laughs> There's luminaries of White Zombie. So. <laughs> oh, boys. So, we go to the gold mine because that's where Hudgens was apparently uh, melding creatures and kids together. Yeah. <laughs> right? As one right? does. Yeah, as one does. Which, for reasons, I guess. Why? Why? <laughs> Plot. What, what was that again, Brent? Plot. I'm sorry. Let me say it like Terry. Plot. <laughs> it was for the plot. Stop questioning it, Brendan. It is that so it wrong? <laughs> I did it all for the nookie. <laughs> uh, my next note just says this movie sucks. Uh, I, my next note is I. It's a line because I. I saw it when I rewatched it today to refresh my memory, uh, where Steven Dorff asked somebody, what's going on? And I responded with, I have no idea. <laughs> um, I like how the, the girl was blessing the gun. Did you catch that? No, um, I didn't see that. Oh, they had like a... When they were unloading all their their gear and stuff so they could fight the, the monsters, they have a, an automated gun that's supposed to like track movement or something. But the girl, she's she's calibrating it I guess but she's got two fingers up two fingers down and her thumb out like she's yeah. blessing it and the gun's God. following her hand <laughs> I, got, I was I was excited about the finger thing and then you explained <laughs> it was for blessing what did she do with her fingers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah what, where's, where are those fingers going? Maybe this, you can't I'm an see island this guy's of reality <laughs> in an ocean of diarrhea <laughs> I was gonna say this is all audio but Nathan was really harshly judging me with his physical <laughs> movements a second ago see that's why this that's why this whole video thing is working out for us yeah we I can, can't uh, see Nathan anyway I can, oh Nathan's gone <laughs> yes, but now I have to wear pants though so thanks for that yeah, no, you're, I can only see welcome. your top half. You can you can go pantsless if you want. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't do that to you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in the gold mine. Who the fuck cares? They go in. Uh, there's a couple of cool effects in this scene. This this uh, like legitimately. Um, is there? I I like the one where the girl's face is kind of ripped down the side. Oh. And um. Yeah. Oh, Poor wow, Marco. This, holy thunder out there. Um. The sound of it even. The uh, oh. ah. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> there is a you. You mentioned it was a Tremors uh, ripoff at one point. Yeah. I thought it was also like a ripoff of the garbage shoot scene in Star Wars. Yeah, and they're just randomly mm-hmm. firing at the floor. <laughs> this like worm that's going <laughs> through the sand or something. Uh, one dude gets impaled by falling through a pit. 
Also, oh, yeah. I, I, I get the question, a lot of the, um, I guess, the uh, greenery and lack thereof, depending on where they're at in this whole thing, because oh. at one point, there's a whole bunch of moss, which you don't normally see that deep down in the earth. Second, there's all this super fine sand like you would find in, like, I don't know, Egypt or the Gobi Desert in the middle of British Columbia. And... On top of that, there's like there there's booby traps that have been built, a, a concrete wall. I felt bad for uh, poor Marco, uh, who just, just fell in the ground and was killed. But I did uh, have a fun laugh when they were like Marco, and I immediately said Polo. <laughs> I wrote that down. I said Marco got poloed. There you go. <laughs> and then what's his face? The oh, I can't remember the the evil doctor uh, releases the hounds like Mr. Burns. Deidre Laser. Right? You, okay. Yeah, the dry yeah. hoons. He releases the dry hoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he literally says, release the hounds. Does he? I, I think I so. He calls that. them hounds. I just, um, he was standing, and they all like rushed past him, and I was like, release the hounds. <laughs> so Fish being taken over doesn't really accomplish a lot. He shows up and like... Like blows himself up along with another guy, so they can't. They can't oh, get like the rules. They yeah, can't get the, the lights going or something. And the most caring come over the friggin' uh, over the walkies. The generator's gone. I was like, yeah, and Buddy's dead too. You guys are supposed to be military. Is there th- no man left behind? Go on, give us the guy's name and tell him he's gone as well before you say, oh yeah, and the generator too. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Uh, who cares? <laughs> I got nobody's name from my, this movie. What's that? I didn't get anybody's name from this movie. Uh, I got, I got, I got a couple. I got Miles. Dr. Tara Reed. Yeah, yeah. That's about what I wrote down. <laughs> um... Okay, so let's just get to the finale here, guys. This isn't a lot of bullshit happening here, but basically, they corner Hudgens... Or, sorry, they go to put the artifact to open this door to, like, another dimension or some Hold shit. On. Before you do that, I hate to drag it back. There's a guy on the team, Miles, who is tasked with guarding the perimeter. And he struck me as a cross between Dan Aykroyd and Bill Paxton. <laughs> do you know who I'm talking about? Gets, is it the guy that gets stuck between the two creatures and then you see if he's killed off screen? He's, like, one of the last... yeah. They, yeah. they, I'm like that, that. At that point, I'm like, yeah. They wish they were xenomorphs because they, they pop up just like the aliens, and they're like, and then he, you, he off screen, you, he's dead. Yeah. So what we're trying to say is, alone in the dark is better than alien. No. Oh. That's no. what Brent told me earlier. No. Yeah, it's better. It's better than aliens. Oh, now I know you're <laughs> lying. <laughs> better than alien, alien res, uh, resurrection. And that's the shit. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> yeah. When, when Nona Ryder bought. Yeah. Yeah. At least yeah. Spoiler alert for a 20-year-old movie. Damn it, Brendan. Hadn't seen it yet. <laughs> but it's your favorite. <laughs> so, I think he's just trying to stir the pot. Mm, yes. Poke the bear, as he says. On yeah. As it were. Yeah, it's mm. indeed. Yes, 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 quiet, yes. Where did Matros so, come from? <laughs> what? No, no, he. This is what he would say. That's insane. I, th- I think he's. I think he's trying to stir the pot. I, I. I don't trust a word he's saying. 
Mm, indeed. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought he said, where did those nachos come from? <laughs> I was I mean, really confused. Why? That's that too. <laughs> Guys, where did all these nachos come from? This is awesome. <laughs> They're everywhere. Is this what it's like in Canada? <laughs> yeah, you just get, you sit down and people just give you nachos. Oh, I thought it was poutine. Nice. Nachos. At, well, you have a choice. Get a nacho poutine. That'd be fantastic. Oh, is that a real thing? I don't know. It could be. Oh, yes. It Make is. it. Get on that. Make some money, y'all. It, it, it's already a thing. There's a there's oh, a place shit. in Montreal that it has like I don't know, like some like thirty different variants of poutine on their menu. Have y'all tried them all? No, I don't live in Montreal. Uh, there's a place in... I've tried, I've tried three, I think. There's a place here that has a lot of different ones. Like, they have the poutinery here. Oh, smokes, yeah. Yeah, and there's, like, at least 15 to fifteen to 20 different kinds, I would say. Yeah. Um, I haven't dared to have all of them because some of them have gross stuff in them, but... <laughs> Plus, like you know, the mushrooms. whole cardiovascular clogging your arteries thing. No, that's not an issue. Um, okay. Can I ask a dumb question? <laughs> like nobody yeah. I know, Brent. <laughs> what the hell is poutine? Okay, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, French fries uh, uh-huh. with gravy and cheese curds. Oh. oh, oh yeah. So that yeah, that would fuck some arteries up. Huh? Yep. Do not so confuse you... it with poutine rapé. <laughs> what the uh, hell is that? <laughs> garbage. I don't oh, know what you're okay. talking about. I do not care for it. It's like a potato what? thing that tastes like nothing. Okay, oh. I'd never heard of it. It's gross. But anyway, <laughs> alone in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about Putin for a while? <laughs> well, what, what's, so what's the finale? So the finale here is they're, they're trying to... They open the door to the Abkhani, or they, they don't want to open the door to the Abkhani uh, dimension, yeah. obviously. Um, but then Hudgens comes around, holds a gun on them, even though there's three of them and two of them have guns. And <laughs> You can't open the door. the door? Don't be insane. Too late. Don't be insane. Yeah, that's what you tell an insane person, and they will immediately become sane. Don't be insane. Oh, okay. Oh, I never thought of it like that. I never thought that's of it. What they teach us oh, in college. Shit. <laughs> you don't need the, the yeah. You don't need those hospitals. Just fucking just you're not insane. All right. <laughs> but that's uh, in that textbook, you just open the first page and it says that, and that's the whole textbook right there. <laughs> and it's still like two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Hudgens gets knifed in the chest, uh, even though he already opened the door, so it does nothing. They're kind of late there. Although, and then, and then and then our heroes go into like where the di- other dimension is, and they just kind of stare at it for a while, even yeah, though it's all like that beautiful CGI. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. gorgeous. It is. It is otherworldly. <laughs> okay, what's better, this or Spawn? Spawn. Oh, 100%. oh really? Spawn. Yep, a million times. <laughs> Even like spawn. the hell scenes? Yes, Yo. Spawn. The I hell would watch Every oh, no, day no, no. I would watch Spawn. If, if someone's like, okay, you know what? Uh, each Saturday you're going to have to watch Alone in the Dark or you're going to have to watch Spawn once a day, every day. I was like, all right, sign me up for Michael J. White. Hold on, I was confused. Were you talking about the movie or the effects? I was just talking about the effects in that scene. But... Oh, okay. okay. No, the effects, no, the effects spawn are, are far worse. Yeah, the effects of this are you know a little bit better yeah let's just it, 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 hell it's all it's all that's it hell is this where spawn. we get the dorfifice yeah <laughs> what does he say oh no i'm just saying he does his sacrifice and it's Steven oh, dorf, dorf so it's a dorf i thought you advice. said dorf advice no dorfifice <laughs> make sure you sign up for two other blade movies when you sign up for the first one <laughs> yeah 
yeah, so Steven Dorf is basically like, well, I guess I gotta sacrifice myself and blow up this other dimension with a grenade, which, by the way, Steven Dorf, you can set it to more than five seconds to give yourself some fucking time to get out mm-hmm. of there. That happened earlier, too. Somebody set the damn timer to nine seconds. <laughs> nine seconds? Like, what the fuck you, are y'all doing? And you know they, they can change it, too, because he's like, boop, 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 nine. Well, the, the one button sticks, and I couldn't, uh... It's like, well... <laughs> <laughs> I put 90 and it set itself to 9. So <laughs> Steven Dorf, Steven Dorf sacrifices himself to blow up the other dimension, or so we think. Hey. And, uh... Everyone was raptured, apparently. Yeah, yeah. The whole place, the whole earth is, like, evacuated. Um, and then the nun has been killed somehow, sure. Nun, nun murder, hashtag. Hashtag nun murder. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and then the movie rips off the Evil Dead. Super hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just an Evil Dead shot of the creatures, which, by the way, we just spent the whole movie saying that they can't be in sunlight. Yeah, and this is in the broad daylight. Broad daylight. Well, and see, when, when, and when they go to up their world, it opened it up for them, see? So now they can come during the daylight. Oh, they're daywalkers now. Yes. Uh, that's why Steven, would... because with Steven Dorf being killed, they were able to gain the ability to walk in sunlight. Yes. This is connected to the Blade universe, y'all. Brent, Brent, what would what what uh, one word would you use to describe this? Hmm, I got uh, a lot of uh, words. I mean, uh, one word to describe why things happen in this movie. Oh, plot. <laughs> oh well, that makes that makes perfect sense. There we go. We're good. <laughs> so my last note just says "fuck this movie." Oh, my last note says "Scotiabank" because there's a giant Scotiabank <laughs> sign in the background. We'll have to let you know again. This is Canada. And after that, I have a few things written like bread, milk. I think I was just writing my groceries on this one. Oh, <laughs> uh, but that was alone in the dark, and we are going to take a brief break. We'll be right back after these commercials. What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. I have a question. What's that, little hoaxer? Hulk Hogan! That's right, brother. I mean, someone who sounds like Hulk Hogan, but uh, copyright-wise is not technically Hulk Hogan. That's right. Um, sure. Why not? Don't internet search me. Okay, my mom doesn't let me use Google anymore anyway. That's probably for the best, little hoaxer. Wait a second. Maybe you can help me. I'll do what I can. We're, I'm looking for all the wrestling news, rumors, and all the results, and I can't find them anywhere. Well, let me tell you something, little hoaxer. If you need your fix for internet wrestling rumors and results and all the inside information, you're going to need to go to WrestlingNewsWorld.com. If you're not there, you're not anywhere, brother. Wow, thanks, kind of Hulk Hogan. Sure thing, little hoaxer. Remember, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, and go to school and all that other stuff, because I'm not really Hulk Hogan, so I don't know what he'd want to say. 
WrestlingNewsWorld.com. And we're back! Hey, it's Wolfman and the Gator here on CWC. Coming up next, we got Blue Oyster Cult and ta- we got Weather on the 10s and Traffic on the 5s. And that's our new sound effect guy, Gary. Hey, Gary, how's it going? That's going pretty good. But oh, uh, time to change the radio station because we're going to switch over from CJAQ to uh, NPR. Uh, Nathan? Uh, yes, Brendan. It seems like it's time for a little low. Oh, a low haiku. Yeah. Yeah. And well, um, it's um, it's good to good to have a low haiku and just uh, just sit back and you know just 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 really take in the the. Five, five syllables and seven syllables and five syllables. Uh, yeah. Fucking lips. <laughs> Smacking that microphone. Oh. Uh, um, sorry, I had a minor outburst there. That's okay. Um. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> would you uh, Would you like to go first, Brennan? Uh, not particularly. Are you sure? I mean, I insist. <laughs> You're a dick. Um, well, actually, this is, uh, our guest actually wrote a haiku. Oh, well, uh, please, so, uh, do, do proceed. <laughs> yeah, Brent, uh, hello, hello, using your, your, your best NPR voice, uh, go right ahead. Okay, guys, I have some here for you. I actually have two of them, if you guys would let me do two of them. Oh, well, that would, that would be our, our honor, actually. Indulge us. Please do. Okay, I, I think you'll love them both. Okay. So glad I did this. Torturing you guys is fun. Be back for sequel. Very good. And proceed with your next one. This one is more so towards Nathan specifically. (laughs) Human centipede. It's about that time, Nathan. I'll be back real soon. Ah, very, very good, very good. I've uh, I actually have mine uh, ready, and I've just on the fly uh, changed the last line in my haiku. I it has nothing to do with anything that happened recently, does it? Oh, it 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 may it may. Uh, Please proceed, Nathan. Okay. Wonderful. Alone in the dark. Tara Reed, not real sciencey. Brent is a fucker. Lots of different things. Uh, this is going to be awkward. I just wrote mine <laughs> uh, just before, just in the middle of Brent's uh, low haikus, and it's a little bit similar to Nathan's haiku. <laughs> well, well, by all means, uh, you go go right ahead there, Brendan, and uh, oh god, it's right in my ears. Sounds like a sex shop. Oh god. No! It's the Gauss! Ugh. <laughs> Nothing I hate worse in movies than those fucking noises. Okay. I mean, sorry, I don't know how that came out. Uh, my first line is exactly the same. <laughs> Alone in the dark. Terror Reed Scientist. Uh uh-uh. uh. Thank you, Brent. JK. 
<laughs> okay, we're out of it. Oh, oh, back to, back to reality. And we're back. Whoa. How's that weather report? Oh, hey, it's getting thundery out there. It sure is. Um, but you know what, guys? Well, Nathan knows we say it all the time. Brent, you probably know we say this all the time. We may have hated this movie, but... Don't take a word for us! Yeah, don't take our word for it, because uh, this movie has a really good rating, I think. Oof. One <laughs> percent. Sorry about that, John. <laughs> Were you the one percent that gave it a positive review? It I was it still easier to watch than Muck. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and it has it's one percent higher than Muck. <laughs> um, audience score, ten percent. Mm. Mm-hmm. So let's read some of these reviews here, fellows. Okay. Um, this one's pretty straightforward from J.R. Jones of the Chicago Reader. <laughs> Christian Slater and Stephen Dorff, the reigning princes of Hollywood schlock, join forces in this brain-dead adaptation of a popular video game. Pa- pa- I, I don't know. <laughs> like, it was fun. I don't know. Popular. I never heard of it. I know Brent has. The video I, I heard of it. I never played it. Oh, All right. Yeah. What you got? Oh, um, I, I got one whenever y'all want me to throw one out there. <laughs> well, I got one from uh, Time Out. Any chance uh, for suspense is thwarted by gratuitous violence heavy metal-propelled action sequences, and laughably flat dialogue between characters who are barely more developed than an Atar- oh, than in the Atari version. <laughs> E.T. game. I just mean the software company. I don't, mean, I don't think they mean the game that was on, like, the Atari 2600. <laughs> oh, I thought they meant, like, Alone in the Dark for the Atari. How about that? I didn't know that existed. It does start. It also stars Steven Dorff, guys. <laughs> oh shit! All it's right, Brent, what do you got? I got a long one though. Okay, go for it. It's it's reviewed by no one apparently because that's their name. <laughs> Is this an audience <laughs> review? It's, it says no. Yeah, it says no one. Okay. It says vastly underrated. Dot dot dot. Oh. First off, I haven't played the game Alone in the Dark, and this is the first Uwe Boll film I've ever seen. From the reviews I've read, the scathing criticism of Ball, I've heard all the message boards on IMDb, my expectations were way low. Game adaptations are bad, but the only exceptions I can think of are Mortal Kombat and the Resident Evil movies. Yes, I like Paul W.S. Anderson too. Now that i killed off two-thirds of IMDb's users by saying the above, let me kill off the rest by saying I thought Alone in the Dark was quite good. I'm a Oof. Christian <laughs> I'm a Christian Slater fan for starters, and now I'm a Uwe Ball fan too. I reckon as B grade movie directors go, this guy's got talent. Oh, oh, here you go. He handles the sex scene very well. <laughs> <laughs> Without it being fifteen minutes long and featuring an in, in, uh, inordinate amount of nudity and fading in and out all the time. And the film was fastly paced and tight. The visual effects were also amazingly well done for such a film. The creatures, I forget what they're called, especially. 
Xenomes, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I could <laughs> I could overlook the problems with the script and the acting, but only because Alone in the Dark is so suspenseful and genuinely interesting at times. There's never a dull nor slow moment to be found. I reckon <laughs> two out of ten is rather harsh. I've seen worse films than this. Much worse. While it may not sit well with gamers, Alone in the Dark is one of the better B movie or sorry, better B grade horror films I've seen in years. Just so long as you don't take it so seriously. So he did all the Quaaludes then. <laughs> Was so that a five-star review, Brent? Yeah, he gave it a five. <laughs> After all wow. that, he gave it a five. Oh uh, well, okay. Here's another. Here's an audience review. I noticed that. I thought uh, pretty much encapsulated what we've all said about this movie. Um, mm. It's from Jeremiah F, and he gives it half a star because I think that's the minimum you can give. And he says. First time I watched a movie, and at the end, I still had no idea what was going on. <laughs> watched it three times in my life now, and I still have no idea what's going on. We spent four and a half hours watching this fucking movie. <laughs> You're um, welcome. <laughs> Mark Pfeiffer from Real Time's Reflections on Cinema says... Bull's vague X-Files ripoff isn't scary or exciting, but inadvertently he's made a movie funnier than a lot of uh, purported comedies that Hollywood cranks out. Well, okay. now see, here that's the thing. I don't even think it's it's on the level of being unintentionally funny enough to no. be good, nah. bad. It's just it's not enough bad. dumb stuff. This one says, uh, uh, Alone in the Dark... Is a decent film. Oh, yeah. Lies. Lies. Uh, <laughs> but it treats its female characters way too well. Uh, it's written by Steve Walsh. <laughs> I see what you did there. That muck. <laughs> Fuck muck. Ugh, right in its stupid ear. 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> you got you, you y'all set, Brent? I got another one. It's another. Okay. It's not as long, but it's a little longer. Okay. So jo- Joshua Malfawad Paul, he says horrible and yet extremely amusing when you watch it with the commentary, which you guys didn't do, right? <laughs> oh, that's shit. right. It's on Netflix. There's no so commentary I, on Netflix. <laughs> I give this movie a full ten stars due to the hilarity of its director's commentary, not because of any quality of the film, for there is none. <laughs> My, bro- <laughs> <laughs> my brother rented House of the Dead after his appalled viewing he watched it with the director's commentary to see what the hell the director was thinking and the commentary is better than the movie so now we rent this guy's stuff just to laugh our asses off with his idiotic musings he oh. actually believes that his movies are works of art you'll giggle uncontrollably when you watch Alone in the Dark and any other Uwe Boll movie with the commentary he refers to this ending as Lynchian <laughs> <laughs> For a or reason that Sam Ramian, <laughs> for a reason that the viewer nor apparently the, the director can't explain, he constantly makes fun of Tara Reid and complains that she th- <laughs> oh shit and complains that she doesn't take off her bra. What? <laughs> what? What we is happening need, right we now? We might need to watch this now. He refers to every shamelessly ripped off scene as an quote unquote homage. homage. Oh. Best of all, he complains that he is a misunderstood genius and who has been cre- unfairly criticized on this very site, IMDb. Chances are he is reading this review and others at this moment and plotting about how to incorporate his rebuttals into his next commentary track. 10 out of 10 with commentary. Oh. Uh, Terry didn't take a bra off. Uh. I, don't, I don't have this movie on DVD, but I do have House of the Dead. Now I'm really kind of morbidly intrigued to watch it with the commentary on. 
You what know, a actually, fucking I have seen creep. that one. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking horrible son of a bitch. I'm sorry. There's, there's a DVD that Shark and Vibe for the House of the Dead. Off in my movie. <laughs> Now, there's, a ver- there's a version of House of the Dead called the quote unquote funny version and that's like with him adding sound effects and like commentary and editing it all weird and shit on purpose what? I've heard of that t- I've never I'm seen it though serious. it's stupid as fuck <laughs> you mean when he tries to be funny it doesn't work weird not at all <laughs> it's lynching bro guys I just found the only positive critics review did you uh, oh shit <laughs> from Michelle Alexandria of Eclipse Magazine well, I'm she gives canceling it a, my subscription to that. <laughs> she gives it a B. Mm. Um, Alone in the Dark isn't going to set the world on fire, debatable, but it largely <laughs> succeeds with what it has to work with. Just don't take it seriously, and you'll have a fun time. Nope. Rossiter Drake from the San Francisco Examiner says, The late Gene Siskel once devised a simple method of measuring a film's worth. Is the film more interesting than a documentary of the same actors having lunch? Alone in the Dark doesn't come close to matching that standard. 0.5 out of 4. <laughs> so I wanted to ask this because, Brent, on your show, which I will get you to plug here in a second, but on your hey. show, The Home Video Hustle, hey, um, you guys rate movies out of 10 at the end of your show. Yep. That you, that you do. So because you are... From the home video hustle. You're representing the home video hustle on our show. What would you give this movie out of ten? A three. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Nathan went real quiet there. (laughs) Alone in the Dark. Better than The Human Centipede? Uh, mm, Yeah. Better than I Know Who Killed Me? Fuck yeah. Better than Demolition Man? Fuck no. Hell no. <laughs> I just wanted one fuck no in there. <laughs> um, but if, but as for us, Nathan, would you recommend people watching this movie as a bad movie? God, no. Yeah. Like I said, if you want Uwe Boll at his most Uwe Boll, like, where you're going to be enthralled by the sheer fever dream that's happening on screen, watch House of the Dead because it it's probably twice as ridiculous Three times as funny, uh, and uh, I just uh, more interesting people are in it, and I don't even think there are any names in it. Although I think Biff Naked shows up for uh, a scene at like a rave that happens in the middle of the day. Star power. <laughs> there you go. And as for me, I'm gonna say fuck no. Um, no, <laughs> it's not. Guys, it's not even like if you like like Nathan said, House of the Dead. If you want to watch like a bad, like a entertaining, I've never seen it, but I'm assuming it's entertaining bad. But no, this is just bad. It's just bad, yeah. incomprehensible. Like I was confused throughout from <laughs> minute one to minute ninety eight. Ninety eight minutes. It feels way longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> like like Brent said earlier, I checked the timer four times. Four times. Four times. And the last time, there was only five minutes left. (laughs) End movie! Uh, But Brent, plug away, good sir. Okay, let's see. If you want to hear more of me and my brother PJ talk about movies and dumb shit that's going on in America all the time, (laughs) you can follow us 
over at Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase iCast, and that is HVH Podcast if you can't spell. And let me see, what else we got? Oh, we got a Facebook page. We got facebook.com slash HVH Podcast. We got Instagram. We are Home Video Hustle Podcast. Just search it in the bar. I assure you we'll be there. And we got a YouTube page. Type Home Video Hustle in that search bar, and I sure we'll be there, too. New videos on Wednesday. If you want to know what movie we're talking about on Friday when the episode comes out, hey, you can watch the video on Wednesday and find out all about it and probably see us doing a lot of dumb shit. We like Make sure shit. you watch it with the subtitles on because they are hilarious. I still haven't done that yet. I keep forgetting <laughs> to do that. Yeah, YouTube, stop trying to caption videos. It's not working out for you. But Nathan... Yes. Did your friend happen to come along to plug his uh, his his channel, as it were? Uh, yes, yes, he did. Just give me one second. I will. Uh, I will get him. Okay. Yeah. Get in here. No. Put it down. All right. <clears throat> Hello. It's your good friend Montrose Monkington the third here, and I'm I'm just uh, uh, I feel so bad for you gentlemen having to having to watch these terrible movies, especially ones by Uwe Boll. He's 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 the worst. Um, he's but uh, you know, but p- pardon me, he's bananas. Yep, you know what? Uh, bananas are delicious and nutritious, and I find Uwe Boll is neither. <laughs> so there we go, um, but uh, yeah, uh, if you'd like to watch um, uh, some entertaining commentary uh, on the wrestling and whatnot, and uh, and uh, just general life for for a, a British monkey puppet in Canada, uh, feel free to tune into my YouTube channel Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, you can also follow me on Facebook, uh, Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and Friends, and you can also uh, oh you can also throw some uh, some tweets at me on the the, the Twitter. Uh, I am on there uh, at Montrose the Third. That's the number three R D, and uh, I will be more than glad to uh, converse with you on uh, films uh, and wrestling and just uh, the general musings of uh, philosophies of of again a delightfully British monkey puppet. Thank you. More later. <coughs> thank you. Thank oh, you, my, my pleasure. Okay, uh, thank you, thank you, Mr. Mr. Monkington, everybody, Mr. Monkington, mm-hmm. the third Esquire. Yes. Uh, as for us, though, you can uh, you can follow what were they thinking podcast on Twitter at wwtt podcast. You can also same thing on Instagram wwtt podcast as well. You can find us on all the podcatchers. We're on Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. We're on the Al Jazeera Network. Podify. Po- Human Sentai Pod. Podkit Knife. Uh, Teddy Ruxpin Appreciation Society. ABC Spark, but not Disney. You're welcome, Brent. Uh, HBO right. Premium. HBO Premium. Uh, and I actually, think we, got, we just got on Skinamax, too, didn't we? Yes. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Human Sentai Pod is going to get a lot of views real soon. <laughs> <laughs> You instead of me too, coming soon. <laughs> Nathan, don't worry. If anything, it's more disgusting than the first movie. Yeah, even oh, more. Oh, delightful. I was worried there. <laughs> and then definitely... wait, that, wait for that third one. Oof. You Eat definitely get that child murder hashtag going. I don't, um, <laughs> I really don't want to um, watch a movie where a fellow is just snacking on clitorises. <laughs> we are gonna. You don't like videos about eating pussy, Nathan? Oh, I do. Uh, usually, they have to be attached to a live woman, though, for me to really get behind them. I'm, I'm glad you have that prerequisite, freaking Henry yeah. portrait of a serial killer over here. 
but you gotta spice it up sometimes, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, so it's a little necrophilia between friends, right? Exactly. Yeah, don't be so square, yeah. man. Come on, it's the new, it's 2018, bro. <laughs> before we get to the end here, though, before I have to ask a few questions as we tend to do here on this show, mm-hmm. um, I do want to play a clip. Uh, this is Yuvi Bowl. Yuvi Bowl decided to use crowdfunding for one of his movies. Um, Rampage Hi, I'm Yuvi Bowl, and I'm the biggest <laughs> idiot ever. That's pretty much what it is. Um, But for Rampage 3 He he tried to use crowdfunding Mm -hmm. And uh, let's just say It didn't go as well As he thought it would go And this is his uh, response To the whole thing Here we go So here's Uwe Ball And uh, that is the last update We have only 4 days to do With the Rampage campaign And that was my third campaign now uh, after Postal 2 failed, after Indiegogo for Rampage 3 failed, and now Kickstarter failed too. And uh, basically my message is, fuck yourself, because that is so fucking absurd what retarded amateur idiots collecting money on that absurd website, you know? We get approached by people like Kickstarter, do it, do it, and you have hundreds, thousands of people contacting you to make a fast dime to say, I can push your uh, campaign and I get 10% of whatever you collect, and it's all fucking bullshit, and I will never do it in my life again. For me, crowdfunding is absolutely dead. Goodbye. And it looks like nobody gives a shit about Rampage 3, so maybe I shouldn't do it then. I have enough money to play golf till I'm dead. And I was willing to do all of this as the campaigns for to make any money. I want to do Rampage 3 because it is an important movie. But it looks like you're easier giving $600,000 if you make a movie about some retarded wizard in the forest uh, or for another, whatever, Marvel Avengers bullshit dirt. Uh, so goodbye and goodbye Hollywood. I mean, he so took it in stride. He took Let me get this straight. You thought that voice was the voice that did the voiceover at the first of this movie. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't hear that clip before. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of that clip. That would have been was... like, yeah, there were some like ancient Native Americans and things, and there was just stupid Vassal shits and things, and they had hey. these things that they talked with the Second Worlds and stuff. And then agents, uh, Agency 713 came along, and uh, they were investigating the paranormal things, and yeah, it's no big deal, but I just think it's the whole investigation of paranormals is just dead to me. It's bullshit, so you can just go <laughs> fuck yourself with the governments and the federal government, and I will just go play golf till the, till the day I die because I have that kind of money now. As Brent would say, I thought he was acting. <laughs> acting! <laughs> but that's that's Yui Bowl. That's a little taste of, uh, of Yui Bowl to finish us off here. But <coughs> um, Brent, thank you very much for joining us for this. Thank you for having me. Thank you for watching this movie. Enduring this movie with us, <laughs> uh, which you bestowed a three upon. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I'll, I'll say it. I think the only reason I rated it that high is because I watched it with you on that little app, and it was me and you were like talking shit about it the whole time. I, I if, think, I, if I had to sit and watch this by myself, it'd probably be like a one or a two for sure. Because I, I think be bored three as is a fine rating for it. Because I mean, you do have like Christian Slater and Stephen Dorff; they're fine. They mm-hmm. they can act. Mm-hmm. Um, Tara Reed slash Tom Waits, not so much. Fuck her. Um, 
<laughs> but still, oh, maybe, uh, yeah. three is fine. I think three is okay. I, I don't disagree too hardly because it's out of ten. So it's yeah. 30%. It's still a fail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three, three. Yeah, three's not too high. You can, you can be proud of that rating. It's yeah. better than Song of the South. <laughs> well, it would have to be. Uh, Muck is better that. than that. Muck? What? Muck is better than Song of the South. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, think they're right movies... about exactly at the same place because the uh, the treatment that women get in Muck are about oh, the same yeah. treatment that, you know, yeah, the slaves get in Song of the South. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 the same but different. <laughs> we me and um, PJ may have to jack y'all idea and do that movie on the show one day just so I can see how bad it is. Oh, <laughs> Godspeed I, to you, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I I get, I recommend avoiding it like the plague. See, but when you say that, that it, makes me want to see it more, though. You, you and Brendan, <laughs> both of you, I just God damn it. Don't watch a Serbian film, Brendan. I guess I'm gonna I, watch it now. I've already seen it now. <laughs> <sighs> Don't watch Salo, Brendan. I guess I know what I'm watching tonight. Somebody get the popcorn. <laughs> so, so when are those coming up on the show? Yeah. Uh, Nathan said he's really excited for a Serbian film. That's going to be next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, with special guest somebody else because I will not be here. Oh, speaking of next week, though, Nathan, you need to drop us a clue. I do oh, not need yeah. to drop you a clue. Not next week, but two weeks from now because Listener's Choice Month is over. This is the mm-hmm. end. We're going back yep. to regular episodes, so in two weeks, what clue have you got for us? You'll never see it coming. <laughs> oh, no. I know what it is. Fuck. Is it porn? <laughs> Debbie Does Dallas, coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> All over your chest. Um, yeah. But Nathan, again, thank you, Brent, very much. It was awesome. we got to have you back more. This is the first time you've been on. You'll be back many, many times, and then we will come on your show... For human centipede. wreck up the joint. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, human centipedes are coming, man. Ew, that but... sounded nasty. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's the third one. Yeah, <laughs> Nathan, I got a question. What might that be, Brendan? <laughs> wow, in, in a movie mm-hmm. where UV Bowl was allowed to direct a movie, <laughs> it's happened a few times, which covers a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. It, in a movie where Tara Reed smoked a pack of Marlboros before every take. Right. Um, in a movie where the visual effects rival Spawn mm-hmm. in not a good way. And in a movie where we didn't know what the fuck was happening throughout. Right. In a movie so fucking I just I gotta know what's that what were they thinking it's time let's check our cue baby pair it with a couple brews baby we love your movies we love the bad ones too so we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh yeah. 
Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-life plot holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven At eilfm.podbean.com Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? (laughs) Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you. So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the defenders. Uh, but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. <laughs>